one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast Feed. I'm Cad Napsok for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. And last time out, episode 77, I was alone because we are celebrating Star Wars characters in isolation and the big lessons found there. But we, as Star Wars teaches, sometimes it's best to be alone with friends. And I have our regular friend of friends here today, Joseph Scrimshaw. Welcome back to Star Wars Ranked. I am very happy to be your alone friend. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Um, 
happy to have you back here. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, some additional Star Wars ranks uh, for all of you out there. Uh, we uh, did announce some um, slight programming shifts during this time. And, and there's going to be new shows popping up because uh, I don't know about you, Joseph. I'm definitely very thankful, very fortunate to be home and healthy, but also starting to feel that cabin fever, Dagobah hut stir craziness. And who knows what new shows will pop up on Force Center. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think we've got some juicy ideas for some uh, future Four Center adventures, some audio adventures, uh, Alone with Friends adventures, as you said. Alone with Friends, indeed. Today on Star Wars Ranked, we are going to be jumping back into something that Joseph and I started a while ago, and this is ranking some of our favorite Star Wars figures line by line. And today is the best of the 30th anniversary collection. This was the next one that we needed to get to. We started going all the way back to the mid 90s with the Power of the Force 2 line, uh, just ranking our figure, our favorite figures in that set. And back then it was figures we owned, maybe because we were out there buying figures more. But as the, the lists have gone on here in Star Wars Rank, we don't necessarily own all these figures. These are just some of our favorites in the line, though some of them we do own and they're very precious. As I said, the 30th anniversary, Joseph, this was a line released in uh, 2007 and in 2008. Obviously, the 30 an- 30th anniversary of Star Wars brought us just a wonderful lineup of figures a- all across the history of Star Wars. That's a great uh, it's a it's a great collection to choose from here yeah this was insane because i didn't realize that under the umbrella of 30th anniversary all of these different figures that i vaguely remember or have seen again over the years that are all included in this like you know you we've got a bunch of the kind of weirdos who are just uh, obscure characters we got the characters frozen in one like second of film macquarie concepts a bunch of video games Knights of the Old Republic, the original uh, Gennady Tartofsky Clone Wars, Force Unleashed. It's kind of insane, the absolute variety in this line. Yeah, you uh, you pitched some great Star Wars ranked episodes to do this week and, and going forward. And, and I looked at the list, but I stopped at this one because I remembered. I was like, oh, wait, when I started this list, there's a figure on here I'll be listing. Is is It's the reason I wanted to rank figures because I thought it was much sooner. I didn't realize I picked it up during this point in my collecting, which was a little bit, uh, I'd say, a down point in my collecting. I, and, and I, I want to ask you there, too. You and I have talked all through these different Star Wars ranked lists. Sometimes, like I said, we were waiting in line for the figures, Phantom Menace. And other times, uh, life circumstances pulled us away from collecting. Where were you during the 30th anniversary collection? Yeah, this was at a low ebb of collecting uh, because I was just at a point in life where I feel like felt like, well, I, I have so many of these and I need to kind of watch money and I should only pick up ones that are like really unique and, and special and like really only one or two. So 2007, 2008, that was when I was really like, oh, I guess I'm an adult now uh, because I had got married uh, at the end of 2006 and we uh, bought a house in 2008. So around this line was like, oh, uh, what's this around my waist? Oh, these are my big boy adult pants. Time to be (laughs) an adult. Well, you know, at least, you know, uh, I think we both talked about different points of our Star Wars fandom where we felt we had to be, quote, adults and something like that. But yours sounded like there were some legitimate reasons to be like, maybe today is not the best time to buy a figure. Your mortgage payment might have some. (laughs) Yeah, there was that. uh, As many people experienced there, you know, the term house poor. And we were lucky to be able to to get a house, but it was by the skin of our teeth and with help from uh, from Sarah's parents. But like mm-hmm. this huge house, I was like, oh, wow, look at all the places I can display action figures. I 
probably shouldn't buy action figures anymore. <laughs> but hey, uh, these figures, uh, thanks to the power of the internet, uh, you can still pick them up, and and uh, it's fun to sometimes go back. And 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 I think going around conventions, uh, you know, especially Star Wars Celebration, and, and looking at some of these figures on display, that that to me, I don't know about you, Joseph, that to me is sometimes just as fun as having them in a box in my storage shed just to see them out and about in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a little obsessive. I still get the hunger to buy them. You, you remember my? Uh, I went a little crazy at Star Wars Celebration, and uh, and if we're lucky enough to have another, I'm I'm gonna go action figure crazy again. Good point. No, I tell you, I gotta tell you because uh, we were sharing a hotel uh, during that trip. That was part of my favorite part of of uh, was seeing your passion for it. Number one, your unbridled joy, and then the debate on how to best pack them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to protect my little friends <laughs> and get them through TSA. I uh, love that. That's All right, right so. Uh, we are going to be looking into the 30th anniversary collection here on Star Wars Ranked. Our list going five to one with some honorable mentions thrown in after the break. But, Joseph, we're going to begin with your number five. My number five is the one from this line that I did absolutely buy at the time. So, you know, as I was uh, sharing, I was not buying a ton of action figures, but it was still like if we went to Target for, you know, adult things uh, like food or bed sheets or whatever, I still went to the toy aisle first. So I looked at uh, some of these figures, some of the, the two packs in particular. But this is the one that when I saw it, I was like, yes, there's no question that I have to have that. And it is the Boba Fett animated debut uh so this is the one that's there's a lot of the macquarie concepts and there's a you know a macquarie concept of boba fett but this is the boba fett basically painted to look like he did during the star wars holiday special that little animated clip uh that he appeared in he comes packed with uh what is uh, what's called a staff at the time but is uh, now uh, the mandalorian's pulse rifle that disappeared halfway through the season of mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> but uh man this this figure was so cool to me because boba fett's always like going back to kenner it's hard to mess up a boba fett action figure he, it, the armor always looks cool and this to me was like this sweet spot of star wars of the holiday special was uh, you know around that time people were getting uh more aware of it i had had somebody had given me a, a bootleg vhs copy probably five, six years before this, uh, in, in the early 2000s, you know, and I had watched it and gone, wow, this is even more bizarre than I remember. But actually, Boba Fett's, Boba Fett's pretty cool. And, you know, that total nerd fact of push up your glasses, like, actually, that's his, that's his first appearance. So all of that was represented to me in this little bit of molded plastic. That it's. I'm looking at it now. On uh, we always go to JediBusiness.com. Shout out to them. Uh, no, 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 not sponsored, not directly affiliated, but they have a great site about all the figures. And yeah, looking at it, it's really detailed. Uh, and this was a detailed line, to be clear. I should clear. This isn't a, an '80s Kenner, you know, look from afar figure. This is really detailed. And you're right. The color scheme is interesting. And I, I like the change uh, that we get in empire. I like the kind of the green, the darker green on, on Boba Fett as we know it, but I'm intrigued by the, the yellow shade of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, in this line that are playing with like, well, let's make the colors look like they, they did in some different source. So this is really, if, if you love Easter, this is a line for you. Cause there are a lot of pastel star Wars characters. Yeah. It's a, it's a powder blue, uh, periwinkle Boba Fett. And I, <laughs> appreciate that and, and, it really and is. you do own this figures of what i heard you say right you own it yep 
Yeah, I got this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I remember it pretty well because when we moved into our house, I had a little a fun little storage nook uh, for the action figures. And he was right on top in my my good intentions pile to to display them all. I love that. Love that. All right. That's a great start to our list. Number five, Joseph is animated debut Boba Fett. I also love the the little weird titles and all these figures and all the lines we've discussed, uh, the, the specific, uh, specific nature of the titles. Uh, my number five, I, you know, we, we sometimes go for the big emotional pulls. We go for the big figures, Boba animated debut Boba Fett. I think that's a big kind of historic figure. But we also celebrate the little weirdos, or you say, Joseph, the locked in a second of screen time figures uh, <laughs> kind of in that category. And this is my number five is the Mustafar panning droid. Yes. We finally have a prospecting droid. We have the droids that were dancing around uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin's big final battle. And I've always been intrigued by those. I've always just even uh, on screen. And there's some weirdness, you know, I, I when they do the big Anakin, Obi-Wan do the big leaps and land magically with the force on these little uh, droids uh, and doing their business. I remember in the theater going, well, all right, that seems even with the force could they have done that? I'm over that now because I'm obsessed with things like this. The panning droid. Uh, it's, it's got uh, a little base to the figure with some, some hot lava coming underneath. It's got like a prospector helmet. It's, it's everything we've always wanted. It's a gold rush figure in star Wars, Joseph. That's right. Yeah. He's looking for gold and hopefully not finding pyrite. Yeah. He's looking for some kind of lava gold there. I love this little droid It's one of those moments that always worked for me in revenge of the Sith. Uh, when it's a droid with terror of like, whoops, I was trying to do my job, but some Jedi are trying to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. I gotta get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah. And this figure, you know, you know, you can complete your set too. You know, you can really act out the final <laughs> battle on your, you know, diorama. Yeah, that, I, I'm looking at its page uh, right there on Jedi Business, and I love this bullet point of, with the purchase of this figure, it was possible to recreate the duel between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader while they were floating on the lava. <laughs> like, it's now possible. You now have the figure can do it. And I wonder if, you know, be, I did not uh, do not own this figure, but I, I might one day own this figure uh, because, uh, you know, who doesn't need a panning droid? I've just, uh, and again, it, it makes sense. This is what they're doing. There's a business going on in Mustafar. Uh, I understand it. But to, to see it in the title, to realize this droid is prospecting and I, <laughs> this droid. It's yeah. I mean, how could you not want to figure with a lava bucket? Right. We all need a lava bucket in our life. And uh, here it is. Uh, so that was my number five, which means it's time for your, uh, your number four. Uh, my number four is one of my uh, beloved frozen in one moment of screen time. And it is uh, C-3PO with Salacious Crumb. Now, this, I admit, uh, was one of those figures that I did not know existed. I think part of it was I was not in this era hunting Toys R Us. I wasn't going to Walmart. I just would go to Target or every once in a while a comic book shop that had a couple figures. So I don't think, you know, boots on the ground back in the day, I saw the huge variety of bizarre, weird figures. And I think if I had seen this one, I would have absolutely purchased it. Uh, So it is not just C-3PO and Salacious Crumb. Oh, they're in a scene together. It is their moment of uh, horror and violence together. (laughs) 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 because uh salacious crumb is designed to be perfectly mounted 
on top of C-3PO's head and shoulders, <laughs> viciously assaulting him. The benefit of having this picture in front of me uh, right now is just, it's, it might be one of the best figures ever made. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I just, this is one of those, take this picture of C-3PO with this weird creature, salacious crumb on his shoulders, and you you just launch that into space and see if aliens find it and see if they can figure out what the hell we are up to on Earth. What is this about? What is our culture? Why are we here? Uh, but yeah, so then C-3PO comes with the removable eye because, of course, uh, Salacious Crumb is going after the eye. And I was I was in, in deep love with this uh, two-pack. And then I looked even closer and saw that to create even more specificity on 3PO, he is covered in little bits of Jabba green arm slime. <laughs> Which has always been one of my favorite uh, little details of Return of the Jedi when he gets whacked over and then just like, there's that much green slime on Jabba's elbow? <laughs> yeah. And, and I loved that as a kid. That was one of those, you talk about uh, you know, Jar Jar stepping in the poopy. Like, I, as a kid, just could not wait to see 3PO get knocked over. I thought it was so funny. So to have a <laughs> reflected in figure moment, great. Yeah, a slimed, one-eyed C-3PO uh, with his attacker, Salacious Crumb, a quackian monkey lizard of hilarity and violence on top of him. I mean, th- this is one that is is in my list to, you know, if, if we're so lucky to have a celebration, I will be hunting for this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely needed uh, in any collection. What I do like about this one is, as we look at it here, because I'm going to be playing Return of the Jedi in my head right now. And, you know, I don't have that uh, 4K uh, Skywalker legacy uh, set yet. Uh, you know, maybe one day down the line when, when I save my allowance. But I got to tell you, I haven't seen Jedi in a bit. Um you know, mostly most of the time we cut to three PO kind of on his back with the uh, salacious crumb just go to town on the eye, right? Uh, yeah. uh, the fact that this one is displayed as standing up, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a deleted scene we didn't get of salacious jumping onto three PO, and I just imagine three PO spinning in a circle while uh, salacious <laughs> holding on and just biting his head. I just <laughs> right in my head that I now want to see. We get yes, the fantasy. extended attack scene. Yeah, fantasy art on that. And the side angle, when you click on the picture on the side, it's like a, a even more detailed uh, salacious face. of. Rah! So um, that, sir, is a great choice at number four. Uh, why we do this list, the little, little moments on screen that we love to commemorate forever. My number four is uh, something that we don't see on screen. It's not something that we've... Uh, uh, seen in a movie or a show yet, but there's uh, stuff out there of it, and and this is one of the the uh, uh, the I guess uh, research points you can go to when you're questioning uh, the history of this character. And what I'm trying to say is, my number four is General Grievous, Kalish Warlord. Ooh. So I I've talked before. I think in a very early Star Wars ranked, um, I've talked about how General Grievous might be one of my most disappointing characters in Star Wars, meaning love everything about it. Love the design, actually love the cough, love everything I see on screen, but he just, he is there for such a short time. He kind of comes and goes and, and it's not till later on with Clone Wars, both of them that you see more of him, right? So back, back then it was like, I'm so amped up for the, oh, he's, he's gone, which is a Star Wars tradition as we know. But over the years, <laughs> I, I've become obsessed in, in a way with the history of, of Grievous. And, and I do love going to his, Lair in the Clone Wars series and, and seeing the statue of him and 
and seeing his past. And I know, I know sometimes the story legends versus Canon of his past is, is, is different. And sometimes uh, the details are changed. I get that. So I, I've always just been obsessed with him as a Kalish warlord. Like what was he, who was he, why did he do this? Um, why do you feel the need to do this? Why, or why was it done to him? And, and he couldn't fight, you know, there's, again, his story is, has changed over the years and also just obsessed with how he looks. He is grotesque yet fierce and has grizzled old man eyebrows and, uh, <laughs> in the droid. Then he has one of the greatest masks in star Wars, um, that traditional kind of Kalish skull mask. So I absolutely love this figure. I don't have it. Um, but uh, this is one that just, it's rare that a figure, helps with research of a character in star Wars. So, uh, Joseph, this is, uh, uh, where I am at researching figures here. On the <laughs> yeah. Now is he one of the single carded, uh, figures from this line or did he come with a two pack or a comic book or something? He is, let's see. I am trying to see, uh, individually carded pre cyborg. Grievous was released individually carded according to this. Okay. Site. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I think I, I think I saw him. I think I did see him. Oh, there he is. I think I did see him in stores. I was like, ooh, cool. Maybe, uh, maybe I should pick up one of these uh, comic books to to get a little bit more of the actual backstory here. Um, which I never did. So again, you know, as we always say, people who did uh, follow that or, or you know, read it know that there's a little bit more backstory to him uh, back in the day. But in modern canon, he is one of the least serviced uh, major characters. And wondering about his past is, I think it's really powerful because it does connect him more to Vader when you're asking like, well, why did this happen? How did this happen? And again, we know there's Legends content, but for for modern canon, I would love a little bit more of this story. And this action figure is just cool as hell. Look at his face under there. I know. Holy hell. This is great. It's, it's fierce, but also a little, little of the old man grumpy that we love in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, a- yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Look at those the, eyebrows. Those, those <laughs> eyebrows almost remind me of uh, Sebastian Shaw's at the end of uh, a theatrical release, Jedi. <laughs> oh, <does>. yeah. <laughs> Tell your sister, I was a warlord. Um, <laughs> love this thing there. Yeah, and, you know, as far, in terms of uh, his background, I, some of the legend stuff is is, is great. And, and even though I sometimes poke at legends, I, I do enjoy a lot of it and wish they'd pull some of it back in. And this is one of the things that I think it's... Um, is, is it the Attack the Clones uh, novelization or maybe one of the books around that time before Sith where they talk about him kind of first being unveiled in the, in the catacombs beneath the Petronaki arena during the Battle of Geonosis and Jedi running into him and kind of not knowing. It's almost like a little Star Wars horror story. And I was always fascinated by that. Like they met met him down there and like we're like, whoa, what do we got here? And now we're dead. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's totally the way it's, you know, his introduction was told in the in the Tartoski uh Clone Wars animated series is it's a machine of horror, a machine of horror with uh, bushy eyebrows. That's right. We all need some bushy eyebrows on our figures. So that is my number 4, which means it's time for your, your number 3. Ooh, uh my number 3 is uh, a a character who has featured in a lot of my lists and that is Padme Amidala, uh, partially because I didn't realize how many of her different awesome outfits that they got to in these uh, later lines. But this is uh, Padme Amidala, who is uh, her kind of subtitle of the action figure is Senator of Naboo. Uh, But if I got to name this Padme Amidala, it would be Padme Amidala 
date night <laughs> because it is it's it's her date with Anakin uh, dress. It is the one that gets talked about a lot. Of ooh, is that a, is that too much? But uh, this goes in my category of action figures that uh, are just like. Sub- surprising and awesome that they exist because they are depicting a scene that they doesn't have action in it. I mean, I guess it <laughs> doesn't have fighting action as a, a different kind of action. Uh, so she comes with a glass uh, because mm-hmm. she is dining with Anakin and it is the uh, kind of uh, leathery long dress, which in the action figure it is like, really well a uh, lot, lot of little details in the dress uh, and it comes with like a shawl that goes over the shoulders uh, that she's uh, wearing but then you can take that shawl off and she is uh, showing uh, some shoulder some <laughs> with weird uh, articulated bumps in it uh, and is totally the uh, the infamous uh, fireside chat scene of Attack of the Clones <laughs> the scene in the theater when they cut to it on the first time I saw it in 05, the entire theater went, ooh. So, <laughs> what I like uh, about this figure off the top is the glass. Uh, this this was um, going to be uh, on my honorable mentions list, if not maybe in the in my main list here. But um, uh, it is the revelation that the, the little shawl piece, which kind of looks like uh, something from Dark Crystal. <laughs> it's not revealed in the movie. Yes. You know, big puffy bird feather shoulders i don't know it's it's quite a detail yeah yeah i really like it because when i first saw it, it's like oh that that's cool but wait wait and then to see that it, it does actually you can act out their uh their whole day because you can <laughs> do some sipping some drinking then you can take that shawl off uh you need to i guess buy your own uh fireplace uh, my only disappointment in this figure is i feel like mm-hmm. it should be a two-pack with anakin uh and floating fruit Oh yeah! Oh, that's a great that's a great idea. Just have a little a uh, little bit of fr- of a fruit bowl with a one floating over it. Oh, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Nice you could space fork, out, space fork. You could act out the uh, the whole scene, man. Obi Wan would be upset with me, uh, and then just add your own stuff. Like you 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 hot? You too hot? Uh, the <laughs> Take off your feather shawl. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mannequin. Off, awkward yeah I, and looking at this you're right the detail is is pretty impressive and it made me think I'm, I'm not gonna bring up the website while we're recording because uh, recording remotely is going great but with everyone doing it sometimes uh, i don't trust the internet right now <laughs> so i'm not gonna move too many things on my computer but i want to check to see if hot toys or sideshow the what is the uh, availability of padme figures i know they've probably made some over the years, especially on the hot toy side but i would love a very detailed sideshow version of uh, any version of Padme, but particularly like Queen Amidala, but even something like this that has exquisite detail would be rewarded. Oh yeah. I would love that. And, and I really think the, the figure itself, I mean, it, there, there's some kind of fun in, in almost comedy because it is from such an infamous and debated scene. Uh, mm-hmm. it, and it is, Hey, I love any action figure that comes with a glass and there's a ton of them. So this is a, you know, Padme ready to have a drink, but it's actually also, it's a good mold. I think it's a good representation of her face in the, in the details on the dress are awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you go. Joseph number three, Padme Amidala, center of Naboo out on the town. My number three is uh, same film, different action. And this is order 66 Palpatine. 
Uh, this is, we talk about little moments, uh, especially with characters that we are already familiar with. Order 66 Palpatine has perhaps the greatest Palpatine face uh, captured in figure form. Um, very detailed Sith robe action here. Uh, got the lightsaber out, and he is just uh, burnt to a crisp and angry. <laughs> he is not happy. This is some, uh, some. Uh, uh, I mean, he's grinning and bearing with those teeth there. He's got a clenched, uh, outstretched <laughs> hand, if you want, with like the fingers doing like the. And we've, we've definitely seen some great Palpatines over the years, but this was um, a Target exclusive figure. So it might not have been as easy for a lot of a uh, lot of people to uh, get, and uh, this was released in a set of four of six of the Order sixty six two packs, along with uh, uh, Cl- Clone, Clone Commander Veal. And what is interesting to me is that I think I have this, <laughs> and I don't know it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I have uh, an old roommate of mine for a birthday gift bought me all the Target exclusive two packs of order 66. So I do believe I have it. And when I was putting the list together, I was like, Oh, I, Oh, that's a great figure. And then I realized it was a two pack. And so I'm going to go out this afternoon in my storage shed and pull it on out and see if I can see this beautiful face in person. Oh yeah. That is a hell. Oh yeah. This is uh, he is angry. I mean, we know that factually, but this action figure is really like, <laughs> Like you'd think he'd be enjoying Order sixty six a little bit more than this, a little bit more than this. Um, so uh, they do say this: the Hasbro had used this figure in two thousand five. So the Palpatine face uh, is familiar, but uh, this was a, a, a re-release, a repaint, so to speak. Um, and and uh, they pulled. I'm reading here from Jedi Business, but uh, they, they no exchangeable hands or blue force lightning pieces included. So you just you just get this. Uh, you just get this face. The the main draw is the face. <laughs> the face is really, it looks like he has been caught by a paparazzi doing something weird in private. <laughs> yeah. I love that in the picture, and this seems to be happening with a lot of them, and maybe it's something in this line. In the picture that Jedi Business has, his lightsaber is bent in a way that uh, you don't see on film. Uh, and it almost looks like he's upset about that. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a limp lightsaber, as I will say. But uh, yeah, I'm going to look. Yeah, so I'm looking at the, I'm in that section right now, the Order 66 two-pack section here in Jedi Business. And yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty sure I have all this, all this set. So I'm going to go dig around in my storage shed today. And I don't know, to, to prove what, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, yeah. There they are. I'm going to put them back in storage, but I have those. Um, it'll be interesting. So, yeah, uh, you learn something. You're even even uh, even you learn something when you thought you knew everything here on Star Wars. I think I own this figure. And, again, a lot of great Palpatine figures out. And, and it's just uh, you talk about the seconds commemorated on film. This is definitely one. Uh, angry Palpatine. Yeah. So um, with that uh, uh, listed, we're going to go on to your number two. Uh, my number two is a character that you and I had a ton of fun talking about in an episode of databank brawl. He's one of those characters that I'm like, Oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've kind of, I've kind of seen him in the background. I know he's there in Jabba's palace, but then when you just, you stop and you spend quality time with this weirdo, 
there's a lot of weirdos in Star Wars, and this weirdo might take the weirdo cake, and it is Hermie Odell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, just the name. There's a Star Wars character named Hermie. Come on. Hermie Odell is uh, <laughs> one of those, I can't believe they, they did finally get around to making an action figure of him. This is mm. an exquisite action figure. The mm. action figure itself is more beautiful than even the concept of Hermie Odell. Uh, but if you're not uh, familiar and you're not in the internet, he is basically just a giant wrinkly bob. He has a bob. He has a, a just a big kind of bullet head with off-center yellow eyes, uh, off-center nostril uh, slots, and then just big, grotesque, lolling tongue coming out of his mouth. And he's kind of uh, in a weird hunchback pose. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he looks like if an Arby's roast beef sandwich was a Star Wars character. That's Hermie Odell. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. Oh, uh, not in a good way. Um, yeah. No. I mean, he's one of those things, again, he's from Return of the Jedi. You're kind of always aware he's there if you're one of those kind of Star Wars fans like we are. And to see it in figure form, it's a, I mean, the green kind of hoodie shawl he has on, the detail and the tongue. I was I was reading here, uh, it has... Um, it has uh, 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 joint details, a swivel mouth and swivel neck. You can move his mouth. Yeah, yeah. you can act out stuff that you never get to see Hermie Odell do in the, in the movie. <laughs> but he's just a, he's a detailed, beautiful figure. He is uh, the figure when you look in detail, when you, when, again, when you're focusing on it, it's not just in the background. He looks like something that, um, you know, the Fellowship of the Rings would run into the, in, in, into in the forest for help. Or would <laughs> haunt uh, Harry Potter at night, you know? Like it's, it's, it doesn't even look Star Wars to me, but it looks exactly Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is Star Wars that is pulling a little bit more from this, the almost the fantasy catalog. Like mm -hmm. if I saw a Disney movie and the prince was, uh, you know, turned into something weird against their will, it, it would be Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione, the uh, blob of Star Wars, and it, it's interesting too because he he fits so well in the Jabba's palace without a doubt. But when you look at him up close and, per and get personal with Hermione, he he kind of is, is in line with Maz's castle, uh, uh, Canto Bight uh, stuff mm. on Continuum. We've seen kind of the, kind of the new sequel trilogy era the aliens they're really crazy wild designs and i know we want sometimes want the classics but i think we forget that that's kind of built into star wars too the Jabba's palace and the cantina just had some weird things going on and weird wonderful things like hermione yeah absolutely yeah we were talking on the main show this week about uh, neil scanlon saying maybe some uh creatures would uh, some creatures they designed but didn't get featured a lot would pop up in uh in the Cassian Andor series. And I know he's talking about creatures that they designed uh, in, in Disney era of Star Wars, but man, I would love if uh, Cassian had to get some info from Hermie Odell. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd yeah. Like Last thing I wanted to say about Hermie is I, I love this detail uh, on Jedi business that says the figure can be displayed with the mouth open or closed. What great variety. So many options when you're collecting figures. That's a great number uh, 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 two for you. I can count. I can count. Uh, my number two is this is the one. And I know you had this on your honorable mentions list. So I trust you have a lot to say on this one as well. But uh, my number two is Han Solo Torture Rack 
figure. <laughs> and when we, a while ago, we're starting to talk about Star Wars ranked uh, ideas and figures came up and we wanted to do the power of the force. I got excited for that because I thought, oh, I can finally talk about it. I've been looking for a spot to talk about this torture rack figure. I own this one. I, I picked it up maybe 2009, 2010 uh, while I was uh, working in, in, a, in a great uh, store that there's a one in the Burbank Mall. Uh, there's uh, one where I was working called Halo 13, and they were selling like older figures. But this was a recent one. I was like, oh, I can't. And I just got so excited. I was like, I can't believe there's a figure of Han being tortured. And it has the rack that it's. You know, the figure of Han himself is just in his, in his Empire jacket. It's open, no blaster, nothing. There's no accessories with it. Just this horrible, horrible torture rack in glorious <laughs> detail. And I was like, I must talk about this. But then I didn't realize because I had bought it when it wasn't, quote unquote, out. I bought it a couple of years later. I thought this was maybe late 90s, early 2000s. But 2007, it was released a little bit later than I thought. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it until now. So that's why it's my number two. Man, it is it is great and weird. The fact that it's just a single carded figure that came with that entire massive torture rack that you can put him in. Yeah, it's it's big. Yeah. It's a it's a normal it's a normal uh, kind of carded figure size. Like it, it's not like on the rack bigger, but the the, the packaging the you know it it stands out. <laughs> you can't it, it's bulky. Yeah, yeah. And the the actual figure of Han, that super tortured face. I mean, he's not as uh as upset as uh the uh, Darth Sidious in your your Revenge of the Sith 2 pack there. Uh mm-hmm. but he his face is is not doing great. And I love the detail of the untucked shirt. You know, yeah. like when you get tortured <laughs> and your shirt comes out of your pants just a little bit. You know, you untuck those shirts. Um yeah, it's it's just you, you know we weird Star Wars figure collectors. We weird Star Wars fans. We just love celebrating every frame. And why not celebrate Han at his worst? <laughs> Han in his most painful, uh, you know, horrible moment. So, yeah. Uh, Han Solo torture rack figure. I, I might have to dig that one out and do some uh, toy photography and share it with everyone there. Um, yeah. And the figure, yeah, the hair, the hair's kind of messed up. It's a lot of it there. It's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. Now, can I ask you about the general body proportions? Uh, because I, now th- this line is really, really good. I feel like the creatures and the armored characters are super great. But this is a time for me where they're getting to a level of detail and sometimes articulation where it impacted the human figures a little bit. Where, you know, yeah. they almost look too realistic and didn't translate to being the size of plastic they were. But this one, is it, his, is it an illusion of his jacket or are his shoulders much larger than his hips? I... I think it's a little bit of the uh, Jack illusion, but I think it's definitely the molt. It's he looks like he's got peg legs and he skips leg day on the workouts and his arms look <laughs> longer. There's a lot going on up top. I agree. I agree. Once you take it out of the rack, it's almost like I'm looking at the figure in the rack. It's almost like maybe they needed to make the legs tinier, uh, thinner, smaller, so he could fit into the rack and be on a on a on a sales rack in a package. <laughs> That is great. Wow. All right. So Han Solo making the list and inspiring a longer uh, longer uh, conversation that will keep going here on Star Wars Ranked as there's a lot more figures to rank much more lines. But we're not done quite yet. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we are going to be talking 
uh, we are going to be talking our honorable mentions and our number ones, our favorite Star Wars figures from the 30th anniversary line of 2007 and 2008. Stick around right here on Force Center. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
Welcome back to Star Wars Ranked. We are looking at our favorite figures from the, now I'll say it, classic Star Wars line, the 30th Anniversary Collection, 2007. And into 2008, Hasbro celebrated the 30th anniversary of Star Wars with a truly great lineup of figures with great detail, great celebration of small and big moments on screen, in cartoons, in comic books, in video games. There's a lot there. Uh, Joseph, we uh, took... As, as we always do, we, we, we take a, a look through these lists, we think we have our answers, and then it becomes way more difficult. So I'm expecting a lot more honorable mentions today. <laughs> uh, I think that was a, that was a wise, wise uh, foresight that you have there. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll start with my honorable mentions here. I definitely want to hear yours. Uh, again, I, I have a lot, but we'll run through them here. Um, I uh, enjoy... Um, I, I almost it's almost made the list, but it's just that it is a real simple figure, and um, it, it just was something that as a as a child, if they had made this in '83, I would have been all over this figure. And that's Lando in Smuggler's outfit, the the vest that we're always like, did he just steal stuff from Han's closet, or is that some sort of outfit in the Falcon? <laughs> finally, have that in detailed figure form, Joseph. That was that was important stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That that uh, I was gonna put Lando uh, in Smuggler's outfit on my runner-up list, but I was confident that you would be all over it. Uh, man, I love this figure with the the, the buttoned-up uh, white shirt, and it, it would only be better if it was named uh, Lando Calrissian uh, Han's closet outfit. Stealing from his buddy. Uh, love that. Uh, my list goes on with Anakin Spirit. This is Anakin Skywalker, the Skywalker Spirit. But this is uh, it's almost like he's in lord of the rings it is um hayden christensen one it's not sebastian shaw but it is not the typical kind of force ghost figure you see and there's even some of the in this line of like the blue this is like yellow translucent he, he and galadriel are talking type of figure like it's <laughs> uh, it's got some exquisite hair um so uh didn't quite make my list but you gotta have updated anakin spirit you know Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he is golden and glowing. He's beautiful. <laughs> uh, then sticking with that is uh, uh, the Tartakovsky Anakin Jedi Trials one. This is the topless Anakin uh, before long before Kylo. He was topless with kind of the tattooing and all the stuff going on from his Jedi Trials. And the Tartakovsky Clone Wars, I know, is, is a great um, uh, large collection of fans, man. A lot of people love this uh, series. I do, too. I have it on uh, DVD. I think it's been a while. And of all the things that we may have lost from that series, uh, this is one of the ones that I would love to see kind of somehow work back in. Uh, and this figure kind of represents that. Yeah, yeah, and it was it, cool to see that those uh, figures uh, uh, kind of worked into the same style as all the other figures. Uh, and and it not, not only cool specific moments from that original Clone Wars, but that they were stylistically like, hey, this uh, topless Anakin matches Torture Rack on. <laughs> it does. It, it's all the same. Um, a couple more on my list here. Uh, Big Stark Lighter, which is uh, the deleted scene. Uh, this mm. is one I'm sure Alex Damon has at some point. Uh, and this is, um, you know, I've always said we have grown up in that generation where you didn't quite know all the details of the making of the movie, but you saw pictures of Luke talking to Biggs in a white jacket and a, and a cape on Tatooine. And so to finally have that in figure form again, much like the Lando thing, that's kind of, that's kind of a big for a, a fan from the eighties, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a great figure. It's just, it looks cool. That costume is cool and he looks cool. I'd love to see more adventures of uh, Biggs Darklighter in a uh, Tatooine cape outfit, is what I'll say. Um, 
couple more, literally just uh, two more here on the list here for me. Uh, yeah, the, the Macquarie Concept Yoda. We've uh, seen a lot of Macquarie Concept stuff. You had on your list the Holiday uh, Yoda from a couple years ago, a couple lines ago. But uh, this this one, it just shows me how close we were to having Mel Brooks in Star Wars. <laughs> it definitely looks like a character from Spaceballs. Definitely does. It's got big Chihuahua ears, a uh, different face. Um, it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, um, which I imagine was probably a lot easier to get back then, in 07. Um, and, you know, who doesn't love a Yoda variant? Yeah. And then the final one for me, it's actually a cheat. It's it's two. It's not a two-pack, but I'm putting these two together. And that is from the Force Unleashed. They have a lot of great lines, the uh, figures from the Force Unleashed uh, kind of subline here. And I do love that game, especially for the first one. Uh, I know it's Legends now and everything, but I, I, I love that game and might even want to be re- replaying it soon. But two of my favorite characters that I... I would. I, I almost forget they're not canon, and that is uh, Rom Kota, which is the the blind Jedi, um, and that helps uh, Galen Merrick along the way. And then Maris Brood, who's kind of the um, angry punk goth Jedi uh, with uh, Shock T on the level there. Uh, she's, um, she's yeah, you know, she's a she's a, a, a sexy evil girl just trying to find her center again in the galaxy. And I've always been intrigued by the character and I, I, I like the figure uh, as well. Just really good figure. The colors on both of them just kind of pop outside of uh, outside of the figure design and everything. So so that's uh, my honorable mentions. Oh, those are those are really solid. And those uh, Force Unleashed figures are cool. And uh, I would if I just heard the name Maris Brood, didn't even yeah. know it was a Star Wars character. I would think that's a character that Ken is going to be attracted to. Yes, this is probably. Yes, this is uh, it, it explains a lot of my dating life in the mid two thousands, right here. <laughs> Definitely does. Uh, <laughs> so, caught red-handed there. Uh, and uh, Rom Coda, just a great design. Um, interesting story there. Again, not canon, but if they were to find a way, I'd definitely be open to hearing that. So that's my list of honorable mentions. Uh, Joseph, what do you have on yours? Uh, yeah, I have uh, this honorable mention list uh, was difficult. This whole list was difficult because of the great variety, the number of weird two packs and the number of different places, the movies uh, that they were drawing from, the video games that they were drawing from. So that's kind of what I featured a little bit on my honorable mentions. Uh, my first runner up is the single carded Darth Revan action figure. Uh, now, I have not played Knights of the Old Republic. I'm, I'm going to try to make some time for that uh, soon. But even having not played it, I know this is such a fan favorite character, but just the action figure. You talk about coming across a figure when you're a kid and you maybe aren't even familiar with what that character is. If I saw this Darth Revan uh, figure when I was a kid, that would have been instant buy, probably over even characters I know because it's just so damn cool looking. It's got uh, the awesome hood that you can remove. And then underneath is this very cool, uh, different Sith mask that is, of course, you know, uh, well known to fans of the video game. But just overall, a really awesome uh, action figure. And I know uh, such a big deal for people who are uh, huge fans of the game. So big uh, honorable mention to Darth Revan. Love that figure. So I, not to cut you off, yeah, I, I almost uh, I was talking when I did uh, interview Kevin Smets on Spotlight Star Wars this weekend. He he does the the Knights of the Old Republic kind of fan uh, films and has for years. Uh, I told him I I not familiar with Revan other than name only and get a lot of the big stuff around him. Know some of the things about the game, even though I didn't play the game. But I I've contemplated buying this figure a lot when I've run into it because it's just such a great design. 
Yeah, right. I mean, it, it is amazing by itself. Uh, and then my other honorable uh, mentions are all two packs uh, because they had so many weird two packs. Uh, the Jedi, uh, well, this isn't a two pack, this is a three pack. The Jedi Legacy Evolution three pack. And this is a thing that they did, I think, on and off for a while in, in these lines where they had the Evolution three pack. Uh, this one, of course, Jedi Legacy. I love Jedi. It's got a perfectly good, perfectly solid uh, Qui-Gon Jinn action figure. A, to me, super obscure Jedi uh, who I've always enjoyed in the background posing in, uh, in Attack of the Clones in, back in Ought 2, uh, and that is a Baltar Swan. Mm. So there was so many like cool, interesting alien Jedi, and I was kind of happy to just see like, oh, that's, uh, that's just an Asian woman. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You go, Baltar Swan. And I didn't know there was an action figure of her, so that's great. Uh, but then what really puts this uh, Jedi Legacy Evolution 3-pack over the top is the New Jedi Order, Luke Skywalker, with just kind of traditional kind of tan chest robes. And other than that, just a, a pretty decent mold of Luke Skywalker. It's a great design. It's Yeah, it's it's as if, uh, you know, the story continued and here's what he wore. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. And much like with Darth Revan, like I know other people probably have a, a super big emotional attachment because that's from his look from the books. But just being a big fan of Luke Skywalker, that is a really awesome alternate uh, take on what he would look like in the years kind of directly following Return of the Jedi. It's super awesome. Uh, and then uh, my next runner-up is this, one of these comic book two-packs. And these were ones that I saw in Target a lot. I think they they stayed on the shelves for a long time. So they would be packaged with a reprint of a comic book and then feature action figures that look like they're from the comic book uh, and the one I picked out is the original comic book of Star Wars. I believe it is issue three that features a Han Solo in Stormtrooper disguise with Chewbacca, which right there you're like, oh, cool, Chewbacca, Han Solo, Stormtrooper disguise. But they are rendered, the action figures are rendered as the art of the comic book. And if you're familiar with those early Star Wars comic books, those artists kind of just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So this Chewie has like this kind of naked greenish face. Very weird. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Right? And then the Han Solo Stormtrooper is actually really cool. It's got all of these kind of blue shadings and then red eyes because, hey, why not? Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Wizard. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Chewie is, is downright off-putting but i can't turn away <laughs> uh -huh. it looks like he belongs in in the escape scene in the in solo the movie like he looks like some of the other wookies in the background there wow. oh yeah yeah for sure uh yeah and they got other ones they got uh, uh grand moff tarkin with the weird colors uh came with the issue number two of the star wars marvel run uh but i thought that was just such a great idea i'd love to see them uh return to that of packaging especially with all the great uh marvel comics uh mm. the, the modern canon ones i would love to see them go back and do this and do do fun two packs of characters from uh comic books and, and pack them with the uh, comic book I mean, you know, if only they uh, understood the power of the three and three quarter line still. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then my my final runner up is, uh, I think, one of the more absurd things that I've ever seen. I had no idea this existed. It is the Walmart exclusive Father's Day two pack 
of Darth Vader and Bespin Luke, and you can fold the package into a Father's Day card. <laughs> oh, is it still? It's I. Oh, I still have time to get that for uh, my dad this year. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one thing to ha- to have the jokes, to have the like, oh yeah, no, I I am your father. Yep, it's a it, it's a famous scene. It's a, it's funny to joke. <laughs> Not a great relationship, but for Walmart to say you should give this to your father, <laughs> and maybe here's, talk about some things. Here's a card. Yeah, yeah. Is this a therapy prompt or yeah? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, it's a big win. Yeah. So, Okay, good honorable mentions. That's a good one. Good stuff. Um, all right, we're going to go on to our number one, our number one uh, individual uh, choices here, but our number one uh, uh, best figure the, and most favorite figure in the 30th anniversary collection uh, for me. I'll go first. My number one, so the guests can close the show with their number one, but we are going to go, and I got to tell you, I was looking through the list, and I ended up choosing this one, and and it was emotional one. It's not even that I think the figure, I mean, I think the, think, think the figure's cool, but it just represents an important part in, in my Star Wars fandom and a lot of people's Star Wars fandom. And this is the heir to the Empire, Luke Skywalker. So uh, that uh, those Zon books, which some parts of them hold up great for me, some parts don't hold up for me now, but it doesn't matter. The, the novels came out during that time where Star Wars was in the back burner for a lot of people. Uh, it wasn't as uh, prominent. And uh, just to have to have a Mara Jade figure, yes, but to have Luke, and it's similar to what you were talking about with the Luke going forward, man. You know, this is this is Luke with the X-Wing pilot uh, outfit, kind of leg pants on, but the, the, the top of it is folded down. He's got a tank top. He's got a blaster strapped over him. He's got the uh, blue lightsaber. And then... He's got the X-Wing helmet uh, on. So he's ripped. He's got the, it's almost like that version of Luke Skywalker that Mark Hamill wanted to portray in Jedi with the (laughs) scars and everything. That's it. It's Luke in action, um, which is sometimes, you know, it's an, that's interesting. It was a period of time where I think we all kind of forgot Luke threw the blade down and we wanted to (laughs) go kick ass in the galaxy. Uh, So stuff was going on. We had Luke and all those things going on in the air of the empire. But for me, it represents a a very interesting and important part of the star Wars uh, story, uh, fandom and 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 just in in terms of real world, just uh, the early nineties when this wasn't here, Uh, star Wars wasn't on, um, on all the shelves and to have the Luke from that time means a lot to me. Yeah. Oh, that it's really well, well said, Ken, and a great choice. I hadn't really, uh, I, I saw him I was like, oh, cool, cool. But I hadn't really uh, picked up on the detail that he's got his flight suit rolled down, that he's got a blaster strapped across his chest. It yeah. really is. This is uh, Luke Skywalker who is going somewhere to take care of business. <laughs> it's taking care of business. It's Elvis Skywalker. And I like that. <laughs> um, and the Marjade's, uh, uh, the, the Marjade uh, figures is good too. Uh, um, but the, this particular one, I, I would have maybe done like a two pack, uh, a, a mental two pack, but the, the Marjade figure detail up close looks, looks a little wonky. So I kept it off the list. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah. So that is my number one heir to the empire, Luke Skywalker, which means we're going to close the show, sir, with your number one. My number one is, uh, if anybody had looked at this list, they probably would have been able to predict. This is another action figure that is frozen in a 
specific moment, but kind of a, a collection of specific moments. It is of one of my very favorite characters in Star Wars. It is Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, on Utapau. Now, that could mean a lot of things, but they uh, these action figure makers decided to celebrate 2005, Revenge of the Sith, the trauma and the triumph of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi all in one place because this action figure is representing both Obi-Wan Kenobi's fight with General Grievous and then the first moments where he is discovering Order 66 is happening all boiled into one action figure. So <laughs> he has the uh, he has Grievous's staff and he has a blaster so this implies yep you know you can go buy that uh, that Grievous that we've talked about before who has the exploding organ sack and fire coming out of the eyes and you can act it out. So that's great all by itself. But then you look closer and you realize that he also comes with a little breathing unit that you can put in his mouth and his hair is slicked back. This is a wet Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) who is underwater because Cody and the clones just fired at him. So it is yeah. a moment of triumph defeating Grievous, a moment of absolute terror, one of the worst moments of Obi-Wan Kenobi's life, and it functionally means that because you can put the breathing unit in his mouth, if it's not in his mouth, you have an action figure of yeah. wet Obi-Wan Kenobi with his mouth hanging open in shock. Yeah. Oh my god. And from afar it looks like he has a big gray mustache if you if you look if you don't click on the picture. Um, <laughs> this is yeah, this is a lot going on in this figure. It represents a lot of parts of Obi-Wan's life and career. Yeah, the good and the bad. Oh man, it it's just it's uh I I, I kind of want to start collecting all of the different Obi-Wans. A, a, a fan kindly sent us uh, the Obi-Wan at the bar and uh 2002's Attack of the Clones, uh, but this, this, I need to track this one down, uh, and I'm not going to put the breathing unit <laughs> in his mouth because I just want an Obi-Wan Kenobi that looks like he stepped out of the shower, put his robes on, and then saw something that upset him. <laughs> like, I gotta get a guess. What's going on out there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's And it's a good figure. Like, for all of the weirdness of what it is, it's rendered really well. It is. No, it's again, this is right when the, the, the presentation of figures really was starting to ramp up here. We're, we're getting closer to black series, all those kind of things, uh, uh, different molds, 3d printing and all this stuff's coming, but this for this time, this is top notch. Yeah. It's a thing, of great beauty and horror all at once. And a great number one, a great way to close the show. Udapau Obi-Wan Kenobi with breathing apparatus, something we all need in our collections. Justin, thank you so much for uh, going through it. And this is uh, one of my favorite episodes to do. A lot of laughter because a lot of weird things in this collection. Yeah, thank you so much, Ken. This is always a joy to do these action figure ranks. More on the way, more lines to come. We'll be doing that here. If you have a thought about uh, this episode, maybe you have pictures of figures you have from this collection. We absolutely would love to see them. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked and attach a picture uh, if you have it. A picture if you have it. Uh, or just share in the joy or choose. Uh, let, let, let us know what you would choose if you were making your list. So uh, do that. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Podcasts available in a lot of different spots. And don't forget, if 
you want to try an audiobook on us, you can do so by going to audibletrial.com slash four center. We've been recommending the rise of Skywalker novelization by Ray Carson. You should definitely check that out. Give it a listen. Uh, we know uh, driving um, driving routines have changed these days, but uh, maybe you can just uh, lay down on the couch and drift away with an audiobook on us. Uh, we have our own things we're doing. Uh, you can go uh, follow me at Ken Napsuck and follow uh, and the website KenNapsuck.com. Joseph, uh, you got your stuff going on at josephscrimshot.com, right? That's right. Yeah, you can check out the website and follow me, Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw. Please do. We are out of here. We'll see you next time. Star Wars has been linked. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.